Welcome to the interview chair. My name is Jimmy Casas and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the interview chair. You are genuine, sincere, and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Welcome to episode 38 of the interview chair, a fresh mindset for new students and families. My father would often say to me, Jimmy, you get out of it what you put into it. Now, school choice has been a topic of discussion for years and continues to ignite discussions all across the country. This is nothing new, and during my 22 years as a school leader, I often found myself wanting to be the school of choice, not only for those who lived within my school's boundaries, but for those who exercised their right to open enrollment policies that allowed their students to attend a school outside their boundaries or their district. And as I listen to conversations today held by school and district leaders, I often wonder how they would answer the question if given the chance to return to the interview chair. If you were named the principal today, share what practices you would put into place to make our school or district the place where families would want to send their children. Now, over the years, I watched and learned from others that even the smallest changes can make the difference between a family choosing your school or taking their students somewhere else. I learned that one, we must invest in and communicate what, when, and how the parents need. For example, a weekly newsletter, a phone call, face-to-face meetings, social media. How are we meeting those parents' needs? Two, we must go beyond home-to-school communication and work towards a partnership with families. Number three, I learned that face-to-face interactions are still the best way to engage families. Four, I know that avoiding labeling parents as difficult and instead seeing them as parents going through a difficult time is much more effective. And five, I learned that when families have a positive experience at school, they walk away and carry the banner for the staff and school because of their positive interactions with the entire school community. I recall touring new families who were trying to decide which school to enroll their children in. Like the hiring process, in other words, of someone wanting to teach in our school, The idea of a family possibly wanting to enroll their student in our school got me jacked up. It is something I look forward to so much that at times I literally could not sleep the night before because I couldn't wait to get to school the next day and share our school community with them. I do not apologize for my energy or my passion or the excitement I shared with the families when they visited. On the contrary, I was proud. I was proud of what our school had to offer our students, our staff, our family is in our community. I once had a visiting superintendent tell me that although the school was large in comparison to others, it had a small school feel to it. That was the biggest compliment anyone could have given us because to me it meant that it felt like a caring community. I have never forgotten that comment and to this day, I work to inspire other leaders to maintain that same feeling in their school. I want them to always be honored to take the time to showcase their school community to others, especially new families. So here are a few examples of 
what I have shared with other school leaders on some of my best and next practices when it comes to touring new families. One, schedule the building tours with the principal. Now, in many high schools, this practice is often delegated to a school counselor or other building administrator. I've always wondered why any principal would not take advantage of the opportunity to be the first person to welcome a new visiting family, or more importantly, to spend time getting to know a potential new student. Think about the message you are sending when you won't give a new family and a new student 60 minutes of your time. So what's the mindset? Models to students and families, they are the most important people walking through your school doors every day. Number two, office secretaries can make or break the deal before a new family ever walks in the door. Now, don't ever underestimate the importance of the impact your office secretaries can have on a new family regarding their choice for a new school when they are calling to inquire about a visit or a tour. A positive first impression goes a long way when parents and the negative first impression will quickly decrease the chance of a new family selecting your school tenfold. Trust me. I've had many families tell me they crossed off school X or Y or Z because of the way they were treated by the principal secretary. So what's the mindset here? No student or family who calls or enters the main office is an inconvenience. They are the purpose of why we are here, and we should never forget that. Number three, tours should be, should be scheduled during the school day. Now, if at all possible, I would encourage you to schedule all visits during the school day. The visiting student and his or her parents must get a feel of the climate in your school and what it's all about. This is nearly impossible to simulate without students in the building. You should want them to experience firsthand how welcoming your students and staff are to new students. You want, to, you want them to see how your school community cares for one another and values the teaching and learning that transpires throughout the building daily. Mindset. Be proud of the school community in which you spend most of your waking hours and deliver your message with passion, purpose, and a humbled spirit. Number four. Spend time getting to know the student. Consider spending the first 15 to 20 minutes talking to potential new students one-on-one -on -one before a tour to learn as much as you can about their talents, their strengths, and areas of interest. Two questions you can ask new students are, one, what part of a school do you value most and why? Two, how do you want to be remembered when you leave high school or could be your middle school or your elementary school. So what's the mindset here? Well, we want to show students that this is an environment of great expectations that will challenge their inner core and expect them to leave a positive footprint on their school community long after they leave. Number five, always be yourself. Be sure when giving a tour you conduct yourself in the same manner you would if you were walking the building on a normal day. In other words, be you. This is not the time to try and portray a side of you that is not genuine. By doing so, you will quickly lose the trust of your new family and send the wrong message to your current students and staff. The mindset here? Well, rather than be disingenuous, use these opportunities to recognize areas for potential growth in your own leadership style and then establish a plan to make a needed change. Number six, encourage them to visit other schools. 
Now, believe it or not, I always encourage new families to visit the surrounding school districts. I emphasized to new parents that there were many good schools in our area to choose from and that it was important for them to contact other schools to schedule visits. Honestly, I told them they needed to walk into different schools and determine for themselves which school community felt right. I wanted a new student and their parents to feel good about his or her choice in a new school, knowing full well I may lose them. But in the long run, it was, in the, it was the best measure of success. If they did not select us, then it wasn't the right fit. And what was my mindset here? Well, I believe the most critical factor in determining the success of any student is the culture and climate of a school. My attitude going into any meeting with a new family was to be one of quiet confidence and trust that we had cultivated the right culture for kids to be successful and that new families would feel that this was a special place. Number seven, let them ask questions of the students and staff. I always encouraged our new families to ask students and staff questions as we toured the building. In fact, I would often purposely distance myself so our students and staff could have an open and honest discussion with new families free from my presence. In addition, I told families before we began the tour that they were welcome to enter any classroom they chose and that our students and staff did not know they would be visiting. My mindset? I never wanted to give the impression that I was somehow trying to influence the responses or comments from my students and staff. I wanted them to know that what they were seeing was real, that this is who we were every day. Number eight, show new families where to find your school or district data. After the tour, I always return to the main office to give the student and family time to di digest what they had just observed and to provide an opportunity for any follow-up questions. This is also the time I provided families with our school profile data information or walk them through how to access the information from our district or building website. My mindset? I wanted to be transparent with our school data, although I did find out that most families had already accessed it long before ever setting up a visit. Number nine, share your personal information with them. Parents always appreciated when I handed them a business card and took time to inscribe my personal cell number on the card and encouraged them to contact me day, night, or weekend. I shared with them that I recognized that choosing the school could be very stressful for not only their student, but for the entire family as well. And so what was my mindset here? Well, I wanted parents to know that I care about them and their student and that I was accessible should a need arise sooner than later. The message I wanted to send was that the principal was invested in this decision too and that they could count on me. And number 10, invite them to a school function. One of the most positive steps we took to encourage new families to select our school was to invite them to attend an evening event as our special guest. This was especially true if the event they attended was an event in which the school had a, excuse me, in which the student had a personal interest. This was one area that we added on as part of our practices after seeing tremendous results of families selecting our school after attending one of our events allowing new students to see and feel what it would be like to be a part of a club or a group or a team was a powerful way to let them experience the pride and spirit of our school community. And my mindset here was, well, it allowed students and families to see up front the value we place in our co-curricular activities. We wanted our students to not only feel connected, but be connected beyond the bell schedule.
What if you approached every student or family visit as an opportunity to give of your time and more importantly, of yourself? Imagine cultivating a culture that places a significant value on giving our time to others in a positive and caring way. The mindset is simple. As my father said, we as a school community will get out of it what we put into it. As leaders, we are responsible for raising the bar to exceptionally high levels when it comes to how we want both new and existing families to feel about our school community. It is an honor to be a part of a school community because although school leaders invest their lives in their schools, we are just the guests like everyone else until the next principal comes along. So I challenge you to reflect. Do your new families get what they expect? Or do they walk out of your school receiving so much more than they ever expected? My friends, it is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair. Because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you. Be sure to check out my website at jimmycostas.com backslash the interview chair for links, resources, and show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Casas underscore Jimmy. If you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts to ensure you never miss an episode.